Lowe's knows you'll do spring right by saving on what you need to get your lawn and garden in shape. We do it right, too, with deals to help you save every day, like four bags of premium mulch now for just $10. And buy one one-and-a-half-cubic-foot bag of miracle Grow vegetable and herb garden soil. Get a Bonnie Basics plant for free. Whatever's on your spring to-do list, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 5-1 while supplies last. Bonnie offer valid on select 11.8-ounce pots. Valid in-store only. See store for details. U.S. only. Excludes Alaska and Hawaii. Welcome to the Off the Glass podcast, bringing a fresh, intelligent, thought-provoking perspective to the game of basketball. I'm your host, Z. Thanks for joining me today on this beautiful, sunny day here in the shy. Wanted to recap last night's, yesterday's games, the closeout win in Game 7 for the Cleveland Cavaliers and also the Houston Rockets taking a 1-0 lead against the Utah Jazz. And I also wanted to delve into tonight's matchup Game one between the Philadelphia 76ers and the Boston Celtics. Yesterday, Cleveland was able to get past any and the Pacers. LeBron putting in another historic performance, scoring 45 points, nine rebounds, 17 assists. Oladipo for Indiana had 30 points, 12 rebounds, and six assists. And LeBron came out from the gate, set the tone early, was ultra aggressive, scoring 20 something points in the in the first quarter, um, playing really strong even at one point during the game. You could see him, somebody reading his lips. It was him saying that he planned on actually playing the whole game. Uh, Oladipo, for him, was actually a tale of two halves. He was combined two for six in the first half with five points and was a combined negative 12 and a plus minus with a negative 15 in the first quarter. And he wasn't aggressive at all. I don't know if he was scared. I don't know if the moment was a little too big for him. I really don't like using that kind of kind of talk because I feel like these guys are pros. But um he did look look not aggressive at all. He was allowing it, that double team that Cleveland was running when they came up and blitzed him really hard to just kind of easily just allow him to give up his dribble, give the ball out, pass out of it. And I remember telling my wife as I was watching this game, I said, if he's going to be content with just running, passing the ball out of the pick and roll so easily and not looking to be aggressive and get in the paint and, and play downhill, the Pacers have no shot at winning this game. And he came out with a different mentality in the second half. It was also fascinating to watch, too, because I felt like in the second half we saw more of him just getting the ball and going and not using the high ball screen. Because every time they used a high ball screen, it just invited them to come run the trap. And he sometimes gave it up and he was able to make good plays. But it was obvious that their best option was him having the ball in his hands and him being aggressive and making plays. Um, it's really as simple as LeBron had a great game. And he got a couple of his supporting cast members to really step up. Ty, Tyron Lu finally made the move that I've been screaming for for the whole series. And I know Tristan Thompson is dealing with all kinds of off-the-court nonsense that he brought upon himself. But at the end of the day, this is playoffs. This is winning time. And he was inserted into the starting lineup. And his impact was almost felt immediately as in the first quarter. I want to say he already had about seven points and seven rebounds. He finished with uh, 15 points, 10 rebounds, with five of them being offensive. And his energy kind of just set the tone for the whole game, along with LeBron's play for the Cavaliers. They also, in the second half, was able to get a huge contribution from George Hill, who has been inactive in recent games in this series due to a back injury, but was able to come off the bench and give them 11 big points, along with six rebounds and three assists. They got absolutely nothing from Rodney Hood, nothing from Jordan Clarkson. Really nothing from Larry Nance Jr. Jeff Green was a no-show. 
Um, I really believe watching this game, man, uh, that Kevin Love's thumb is really affecting how he's shooting the ball, how he's handling the ball, how he's catching it. He doesn't look comfortable shooting the ball. His shots look short, uh, looked off, but he was able to gut it out and hit a big three while LeBron was on the bench because LeBron kind of had an old friend visit him again, and that was those cramps, so he had to leave the, the time for a minute and hey. I got something for you, LeBron, man. I'm going to stop by the health food store, man. I'm going I'm to text it to you, man. Not texting. I'm sorry. Like I got his number. <laughs> like, I really got his number. <laughs> but, no, I'm going I'm to tweet it to you and hope you take advantage of it because as somebody, I know what it's like to play with, with cramps and struggle with cramps, and this is a natural uh, supplement just made up of strictly magnesium and potassium, and it's done wonders for me. So I'm going to send that as, as a suggestion. But, anyway, the Pacers got nothing from – from Bogdanovich, which was huge, you know, and it shows you that his numbers was an example that plus minus isn't everything. I mean, he had a plus four, but when you watch the game, it was clear that the moment was too big for him. I remember one play, Oladipo just gave him a simple pass to the wing, and he just fumbled it. LeBron was able to dive on the floor and start the break, and they got the ball. Um, while on the flip side, Thad Young was a negative seven, but to me, he had a really good game. He had a double-double. He had played with a lot of energy. He had 14 points and 10 rebounds. But, again, the key to this game, oh, not to shortchange him, I almost forgot, Darren Collison also played well with 23 points off the bench. And I really believe that when the Patriots look back at this series, man, they should have won this series a couple ways, a couple different times. They should have closed. They should have won game five and then could have closed them out in game six. Just the way they played up and down, a lot of turnovers was made, especially in game five. Um, tonight, again, the moment seemed just a little too big for their role players. If you're Miles Turner, you got to kind of wonder what's his role with this team going forward. Is he a viable one, two, or even third option? I mean, the talent is there, but right now it hasn't it hasn't uh, always paid dividends for them on the court. And it, him and, to me, Carl Anthony Towns are in the same boat as far as sometimes playing with aggression and kind of just floating out there on the court. And the thing that scares me about players like that is, I don't know if you can necessarily teach that. Either you have it or you don't. I will say this, though. Turner does seem to be a little bit more engaged, a little bit more consistent with his aggression than Towns is. But he does have too many moments where I don't even realize that he's on the court for his size and for his ability level. But, again, if you're the Pacers, you're kicking yourself. You really could have easily won this series. Again, hats off to the greatness of LeBron James. And, again, I just see all the criticism of LeBron James. I don't know what all the hate is towards this man. I mean, if you're a Michael Jordan fan like I, like I am, like myself, I don't necessarily put LeBron over Michael. I just think they're two totally different players, and that's another podcast, a discussion for another day. But that doesn't, that doesn't um, mean that we're not watching greatness when we watch LeBron James. I really feel like those of us who complain the whole time, once this man is finally done, man, you're going to really look back and say, man, we was really watching something great. I mean, the guy team was not good. I mean, this Cavs team was terrible. And I remember everybody was kind of jumping around and was extra excited when they made the moves at the deadline. They had come out and won a few games. But this is really by far his weakest team he's had in I don't think they get past Toronto. I mean, I had it in my podcast with my father-in-law. I don't think they beat Toronto. Um, I'll be surprised because of LeBron. I'm going to say it's going to go go six. But it wouldn't surprise me if Toronto's able to beat them in five because LeBron has to cover 
such a heavy load. I mean, he's averaging close to 42 minutes a game in his playoff series. And even on the podium during the press conference after the game, he was quoted saying himself how exhausted he was. He wasn't even trying to even think about Toronto right now. So, um, again, hats off to LeBron for getting that win, a hard-fought series. Indiana, you got some questions about your roster going into the offseason. What can you do? What kind of free agents can you attract? Do you build a team around Oladipo? Is he a, a more of a 1B instead of a 1A? I think he definitely could be a first option, but I don't think he's a first option that maybe runs you a conference finals. But who knows? He improved mightily this, this past year. He's got the most improved on lock, and maybe he takes his game up to the next level. I mean, they already showed him contacting his trainer right after the game. Talking about he about to send the jet to go get him. He's, he's ready to get back to work. So, again, the Pacers are going to have some questions to answer here in the offseason. And, um, you know, I'm excited to see um, what they do because they have a lot of nice pieces going forward. But, again, they got a lot of unanswered questions going into this offseason. Getting into the next game, we had the Rockets beat the Jazz 110-96. to This game was really won in the second quarter. Harden again, 41 points, 8 rebounds, 7 assists. And if you're the Jazz, you really have to wonder. You knew you were already going to be outmatched as far as scoring the ball offensively. But if, you, if you're going to turn the ball over 18 times, uh, you don't have a shot in this series. And it's going to end in a sweep more than likely. And I knew going in, it got it's a product of Ricky Rubio not playing. As much as I love Donovan Mitchell, the kid is going to be a star. He's a great, he has a great game about himself, but he's still just a rookie. Not quite ready to be able to handle the scoring load as well as distribute, as well as run a team. Um, he definitely struggled in this game. He finished with 21 points, but he was 9 for 22 from the field, 1 for 7 from 3. Um, they were able to routinely pull Gobert away from the basket and get caught on the island, so making him ineffective. Crowder shot the ball well, so that's definitely encouraging. Um, they had a so-so. They won the second half with that start. Uh, that second quarter really just killed him because nobody really on Houston had a unbelievable game. I mean, Chris Paul has 17 points, four rebounds, six assists. Um, I know if you're a Houston fan, it was great to see Bob Mute back out there getting minutes, your, your long wing defender. And then also you got a huge contribution from P.J. Tucker as he was three for five from three, finished with 15 points. And you really didn't have a strong game from Anderson or Eric Gordon. So, uh, again, Utah – if you're going to turn the ball over, this series is going to be over with in a sweep. Um, I don't see how Rubio comes back and plays this series with the hamstring. I mean, he has at least 10 days out before he's even evaluated. And somebody who's had a hamstring injury, man, it, all it's going to take is time to heal. There's really nothing you can really do to rush that process. And if he's not able to go, Utah, again, is going to buy out pretty quick um, in this series. Um, kind of disappointing, kind of wanted to see the superstars uh, match up from OKC against Houston. I think it's just more of a sexier matchup. But Utah outplayed Oklahoma City. It was a series uh, win that was well-deserved. And, again, I don't care what nobody said. I was listening to the exit vi- uh, vi- uh, interview, excuse me, switching gears with OKC. And Melo's about to have them hamstrung. He, he's opted in. He's talking about not coming off the bench, and he's hinting, basically saying he wants to go back to how he was playing in the past, this ISO uh, 
type of player. He only played the way he played this year to kind of benefit this team. And it's just really amazing, man, when people age, man. Sometimes you got to realize and and look at what you are and where you are as a as a player and you where are in your career. And to me, um, Melo is definitely um, somebody who's seen better days in his career. We watched him age before our eyes. So um, it's going to be interesting to see what OKC does. Is Paul George going to resign? My gut tells me he's gone. And then it's going to put it right back on Westbrook. And the thing about that game, man, I was watching people on Facebook and on Twitter saying how Paul George didn't play well and this, that, and the third. And, again, George did not play well. But if you watch that game, Westbrook had in his mind that he was going to come out and shoot the ball early. And that game really didn't have a lot of great rhythm on flow to it. It was kind of choppy, kind of sloppy. Utah looked like they was a little nervous. They was turning the ball over. They wasn't shooting the ball well. And that's the thing. He had time where he could have just kept feeding George, really establish himself and get a rhythm because they were still up, with all that being said, like five, six points. And Utah definitely wasn't playing well. Ricky Rubio goes out with a hamstring injury. And I remember tweeting, man, like, that's why you got to close out teams when you do. You don't want to extend series because you could have uh, debilitating injuries like that, freak injuries like that. And if it wasn't for Donovan Mitchell having an incredible second half when he was aggressive, he put the team on their back, uh, I think OKC would have got out of there with a win. But, again, I keep saying this with Westbrook, man. Eventually, he's going to have to figure out how to get other guys involved and think the game is wild as well as be super, super aggressive, man. And I just disagree, man. I think it's easy to say that Paul George didn't have a good game, but if you really watch that game – I just felt like if I was Westbrook, man, I'd be like, man, we really need this guy to win this series and we really need him in the next round going forward against the Rockets, man. I need to get him going because Paul George does not have the personality to want to demand the ball and get himself going. So, again, uh, I think the Rockets going to end up sweeping Utah. Uh, this is really not too much to talk about as far as that series. And tonight we get Philly and Boston on the way. It's going to come down to, again, it's the youth um, of Boston versus the youth of Philly. Um, Simmons right now is almost averaging triple-double in the playoffs. He's 18, 10, and 9 on 50% shooting. Embiid is getting you 18 and 10 rebounds as well in his three games. And I think it's going to be a Hall-Far series. Uh, I think I got Philly winning in six. Um, Tatum, Jalen Brown, same story. They're going to have to play well. They're going to have to continue to score the ball. Horford is going to have his hands full with Embiid. They're going to throw Aaron Baines out there, which to me works to Philly's advantage. Um, will they continue their hot shooting from the field with Ilya Sova and Bellinelli and Redick has been shooting the ball well? They're going to need some really good minutes from Covington. He was kind of all over the place in the in the last series. You know, maybe it was the jitters of the playoffs a little bit. So hopefully he got that out the out his system because they're going to need that strong defensive wing play from him and then it was also good for Boston to get smart back to get that energy back he sets the tempo for them he kind of gives them their their character their aggression it was good to see them back and it was also good to see Rozier kind of getting back on track in that game seven after struggling a little bit after those first two games against Milwaukee so again I got Philly in six it's going to be an exciting series um it's kind of unfortunate again, man. I know they're not playing, but I would have loved to have seen the series with a healthy Kyrie um, and also a healthy Haywood. But 
Again, I still think it's going to be a very exciting series. I was really in, enjoying watching Jason Tatum playing the last ser- series. That kid, man, he's going to be a star, man. And Philly, just imagine if you don't make the false trade, you could possibly have Tatum on your roster right now. And, oh, my God, how scary that team would be. But, um, um, yeah, uh, I got Philly in six as they get that series going tonight. Well, just wanted to stop by again um, outside of my home studio again using the Spreaker uh, Record app. This is an awesome app. I really enjoy it, man. Um, wanted to stop by, kind of recaps yesterday's games, preview tonight's game. Um, so, again, make sure to log on. Make sure to download. Head over to Spreaker at S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com. iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. I'm also on SoundCloud. However you you listen to your podcast, make sure to go over and become a follower. uh, Give a rating, give a review, all that good stuff. Again, thanks for listening. This has been your host, Z. Stay safe out there. Peace. Lowe's knows you'll do spring right by saving on what you need to get your lawn and garden in shape. We do it right, too, with deals to help you save every day, like four bags of premium mulch now for just $10. And buy one one one-and-a-half cubic foot bag of miracle Grow vegetable and herb garden soil. Get a Bonnie Basics plant for free. Whatever's on your spring to-do list, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 5-1 while supplies last. Bonnie offer valid on select 11.8-ounce pots. Valid in-store only. See store for details. U.S. only. Excludes Alaska and Hawaii. Lowe's knows you'll do spring right by saving on what you need to get your lawn and garden in shape. We do it right, too, with deals to help you save every day, like four bags of premium mulch now for just $10. And buy one one and a half cubic foot bag of miracle Grow vegetable and herb garden soil. Get a Bonnie Basics plant for free. Whatever's on your spring to-do list, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 5-1 while supplies last. Bonnie offer valid on select 11.8-ounce pots. Valid in-store only. See store for details. U.S. only. Excludes Alaska and Hawaii.